When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yeah, yeah. What is good? You already know what it is, man. You know the vibes, man. The J Street Vibes. I'm your main man, Kenny Caraway, ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC co-host. You can hear me every day on ESPN 1320. Got my main man, Jason Jones, with me from the Athletic J. What's good, man? I'm chilling, man. You know, uh, got my first taste of Kings playoff basketball since I was in my 20s. Damn. That's, that's, I mean, I ain't even going to put your age out there, but it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, you just do simple math. <laughs> I mean, if I was in my 20s, at the worst case scenario, I still got a three, but I got a four in front of that first number. <laughs> I was out of co- – I think what was the uh, – was it the um, – I think the last series I remember going to might have been that Dallas Kings one where Ooh. Nick Van Exel and Steve Nash. Oh wow! That, well, they played the 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 only time Dallas beat them is when Weber got hurt. Right? Yeah, yeah, when Weber got hurt. Yeah, yeah. So that has been part of that one. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a minute since I've been around. Yeah, because I didn't go to any playoff games during the Artest Bonzi mm. you know, sleep era. Well, we knew this was big time because. Uh, at the Golden One Center, not once but twice, that man Jason Jones was in the building, man. So you know it was big time. And, and they're gonna, they gonna say I'm the reason why they lost. Oh, they lost both games. When you weren't there, they won both games. So I mean, <laughs> do with that what you may. Okay. Um, but I will say this: um, we all know what it is, Kings. For anybody checking in here and, and not knowing what's going on, I'm not sure why you're listening to this if you don't know what happened in, <laughs> in the playoffs. But just in case you are, uh, the Kings lost in seven games in the first round to the Golden State Warriors in an epic first round series. That was a hell of a first round series, man. And um, unfortunately, didn't go to Kings' way. Uh, but let's just start there, man. Oh, what a series! What a series. I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know I know it's not number one because the first one that comes to my mind is Chicago and Boston that one year where they had like four overtime games or something like that in the first round. So that was a good one. I remember there was a really good first round series between the Spurs and the Suns. But this was one of the dopest first round series I could remember. This was a good one, at least since they've been going to like seven games and everything. Yeah, I mean, there's been some interesting, some 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 good first round. Was was I forgot what was it the Spurs played the Clippers one year? Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Game Seven was the same day as Mayweather Pacquiao. I remember that. Yeah, so I mean, you've had yeah, and I just think it's I would made this one different. It's just that the teams were so evenly matched. I mean, this was a real. It was three six, but your the seating really wasn't that big of a deal. It's because oh, the more West, like a four five matchup. Yeah, the West was so you know jumbled up. You know, it really was about who was going to – if there was going to be a game seven, where were you going to play it at? And mm-hmm. the, fact, the series was entertaining. I think, you know, De'Aaron introduced himself to some other – to some people who maybe didn't know. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, and it, and the, you know the Kings. I mean, it's 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 tough in a way because I think the fact that the Kings hadn't been in the playoffs in so long kind of gives I won't say it kind of softens the blow, but man, you were up two zero and had a game three without one two of their key players. Mm. If they go up three zero, this is a whole different. I think this is a whole different discussion. But I mean, that is a good point, and and I've talked about on the on the airwaves um, how I said back in March. I think I said it on the radio show. I think I might have said it on here. I said once they clinch the playoffs, there is no disappointing um, ending to the season. The season is is a success, and when you're involved and and you understand the dynamics of the Sacramento Kings, I think that's a person a very reasonable and logical take like the biggest thing that happened this year the biggest thing that could happen was breaking that streak they did that and i was like look they got swept in the first round a success they got a taste of the playoffs they got done with that but i understand what you're talking about when you get out of that prism um which once again i'm not going back on it i think that's the right prism for the kings this this year is a success simply because they broke the streak 100 i'm not going back on that but when you get out of that prism and you look at the series like a regular playoff series that's a great point man they were up 2-0 still had home court i had an opportunity to get one i'm not saying win both of the games and be you know in sweep but get one of those games in golden state to put some real real pressure on them and make it a 3-1 series they weren't able to do that and then they lost game five as well at, at, at home and kind of put them behind the eight ball. So, um, yeah, man, when you look at it, it like a playoff series, that was tough uh, to to not be able to close that out after being up 2-0. Yeah, and you lose two, the last two games you lose are at home. Mm. Mm. You know, you lose – yeah, you lose your last two at home. It was, but the, it was, during the season, the Kings were always better on the road, which I always thought was weird. Mm-hmm. Normally, young teams are better at home. Yeah, you know, but I just think, kind of like De'Aaron said, you know, I could say if you remove the fact that you know, if you remove the fact they just got in, I mean, obviously that's a big deal. But I think for me, what changes is that you didn't like get in as the eight, mm. you got in as a three, mm. and if 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 the three C, I mean, if, if the three C goes up two zero, even though obviously the six was not your normal six. Mm-hmm. I just would have loved to have seen them figure out how to get one of those, those either game three or game four. But I just, um, I just look back at game three. I'm like, that was, and I think even Davion said after the game, that was the game to end this. Hmm. That was the game, you know, and because it was like because they didn't have Draymond, they had they figured out that kind of unlocked something for them for three games. No, yeah. they went three in a row and they unlocked the whole. Well, we can go small. Mm. I mean, but yeah, I'm not, you know, it's, you know, you take away just the happiness about being in the playoffs. I mean, I think they're going to, they're going to spend a few days going, man, if we had did this, this one game here, I mean, game three and game four are going to haunt them. Game four was the one I thought game four, I thought game four, they played well, they played really well, you know, for the majority of that game, Mm. that was a game where they played Kings basketball, they put themselves in a position to win that game and I think it was a one point game maybe with about three minutes to go and maybe even less than that maybe like two and a half minutes to go and they just got like three straight empty possessions yeah there and and some turnovers and and they just they got it to one a number of different times in that game and would turn the ball over 
or, you know, put up a bad shot and could never get over the hump. And then even with all that being said, they had an opportunity, Harrison Barnes right there, uh, to stick it to the man, stick stick it to the man that is the Golden State Warriors. And uh, the man who wanted to go to his wedding. <laughs> and, uh, and put them in a, in a tough predicament of being down 3-1. And um, I thought he – I remember, you know, being at Sky River Casino and seeing that shot. I thought he hit it. It looked good. It looked like it was going to go down and yeah. just back rim. And at that point, you you got into a situation where I don't want to say you were at a disadvantage, but you had lost your advantage. It became liter- quite literally an even series again at that point uh, when it was 2-2 going back to Sacramento. It came best of three, and the team that won game five probably was going to win the series. Mm. But that team is going to have two chances to close it out, and that's how it play out. And I think you look at Game Seven. I, I, you know, if, if I have a critique or a commentary on that, how do you not just ask Davion on him? You know, is Davion going to stop him? No, you know. But mm. you know, that was about the easiest fifty I've seen in a long time, mm. and. Mm. <clears throat> You know, and sometimes I think you can you can overthink things, and I just want to see him make stuff work at least because Clay was not playing well, Wiggins couldn't make a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, all they were were Steph and and you know the second coming of Moses Malone under the glass. <laughs> as uh, as as our producer Jesse would say, Steph Looney and some guys. <laughs> That's what it ended up being, and, you know. That you know, one of those guys is you know all time great and carried him. But you know, I think it's cool that we can sit back and nitpick and say, well, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that, as opposed to them getting swept, mm. which I never expected to have. I mean, I think it's good. Like I even asked Darren after the game, you went seven with these guys. Now you see just how close you know how close it is to getting to advancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this is not some you didn't they didn't get any get smacked around. Right. You know, you were you you were a game seven at home away from advancing. I it, think they can take so much from this experience because of it, that. I, I I use I don't like saying this um more times than not because it kind of sounds like sour grapes. I'm not trying to have that or nothing at all. The Warriors did what they had to do. Uh, to win that series, and they, they they came through in the clutch moments to win that series. But it really felt like the Kings were the better team. They just didn't have the know-how, and they didn't have the best player in the series. They didn't have Steph Curry. But, when you get to a game seven, that's what it usually comes down to, who has the best player. Yeah. But is that is that off base to say to say that? You know, like I said, not trying to take anything away from the Warriors, but I thought I thought the Kings were the better team. They didn't execute. They didn't take care of business. And once again, you got a guy like Steph Curry, who's a monster out there. But I thought, I thought they had the better team. I thought they they had to learn some things, though. We talked about postseason experience and all this other stuff. I've kind of poo-pooed it a lot, but you know, being there, I felt like they they had to learn some things. They had to learn how to win a game five and 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 not let your foot off off the gas in a game three or in a game seven when you're up at the half, making sure that third quarter. Um, stays the, at your tempo on the way you went. There was just a bunch of different learning experiences. You, you kind of feel the same way about that? Yeah, I think uh, I think if if I went man for man, I think overall the Kings have a better roster. Mm. I think they have a more talented team, but they don't have the experience. And then when you saw that grittiness, time for that, they didn't have that. 
Mm. And some of that just comes with experience, some of its personnel. And I think that's what that's the only thing De'Aaron said. You know, it is more physical. And he said, and he even he said, you know, yeah, we didn't shoot as well. Maybe that's because we weren't used to the, the physicality, and that took that took our shots from us. Mm. You know, and he said, uh, you know, you know, a jumper taking a shot in game fifty or game seventy or game twenty is not like taking a playoff shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that he gets that. Mm-hmm. Cause you hear guys say, "Oh, it's just the playoffs," you know. But yeah, he said he embraced the physicality. And something about people don't know about De'Aaron. De'Aaron likes a physical game. Mm-hmm. People look at him and say, "Oh, he's a he's a smaller guy, or he's kind of lean." But as De'Aaron told me one time, he played football in high school. He likes to hit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think they they had to learn that. And think you know, one thing De'Aaron said was. Mike Brown had always got on them all year about the little things. It's the little things. It's the little things that, are, you know, and those little, he said, and they, they were problems all during the regular season, but now you get to the playoffs and see why those little things matter. Hmm. Boxing out, you know, boxing out on long, you know, not giving up all those long offensive rebounds, you know, turnovers at the wrong time, you know, forcing a shot at the wrong, you know, those little things you're able to get away with against the Houston Rockets in February. Hmm come back to get you in the postseason and you look at the game i look at game five and game seven the warriors didn't shoot great Mm-mm. you know it wasn't like the warriors were lights out the warriors game five they were lights out game seven they yeah were, you're right I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, more so game seven yeah, game okay. seven both teams pretty much were a mirror image in a lot of ways i mean neither team could make free throws mm-hmm. but the warriors beat them at the little things they got all those off I mean, you look at the rebounding numbers, they weren't a great dis- – the disparity wasn't like by 20 or anything. But you look at the fact that how many possessions the Warriors bought themselves again. Mm-hmm. The, especially that third quarter. I mean, this is I'm, – I'm like, is this Wilt Chamberlain out here? I'm like, what is what are we doing here? This man getting everything. <laughs> you know, so I think there's definitely a lot to be learned. I think – I'm curious to see what Sabonis takes from this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's taking some heat for how he played, yeah. You know, and and I think I I I said all season that if they faced a team with a big who was physical, they that could be a problem. And they just you know they ran it. You know, you look at all going into the postseason, there wasn't like a option where I was like, yeah, they they you know they're going to be cool against that guy at the five and. They ran into a guy who was just on, on a mission. I mean, get three twenty-something rebound games. Mm. You know, like I said, I don't know if that was Dennis Rodman, Ben Wallace, or who. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I I can almost I haven't looked at Kevon Looney's numbers for his career. Yeah. I I seriously doubt he has many seasons where he averaged like ten plus boards. Right. I right. doubt it, but you know. That's that that that's that timeliness, you know. They they know when they know when to make the plays, and they know. And you know, there was a game five when Gary Payton the second got like two or three putbacks. Mm-hmm. That's just understanding the moment and just you know wanting it more. And I mm-hmm. think the Kings will understand now that teams that advance do all that stuff. The stuff they kind of poo pooed in the offs in the regular season, like well, you know, we score a lot of points, whatever. You realize you get to this time of year. Those points are going to be harder to come by. You might score some points, but it's going to be harder to come by. Mm. And you're going to have to do the, you're going to have to get a little, you know, you know, get a little grimy out there, you know, mm. get you know, get on the floor more, do that type of stuff. And I think 
all of that's going to pay dividends for them down the road if they can take that and apply it. And it's tough to start doing it in the playoffs if you haven't been doing it all year mm. or you're not used to doing it. So now, they, you know, like Aaron said, hey, that I can be physical. No. And we can play good defense. I mean, you know, we, we can actually do it. So yeah. I'll take it. Good, good to see, man. Um, I want to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about De'Aaron Fox, man, because he had um, one hell of a, a season, one hell of a year, to be honest with you, man. So um, you wrote something about that. I, I, I want to get more into uh, De'Aaron and the season that he had. Uh, it's Jason Jones of The Athletic. Kenny Carraway, ESPN 1320. J Street Vibes will be right back. <laughs> 